Welcome to Sharing the Victory from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, the heart and soul in sports. Here's who will be on the program today. Adam Wainwright, starting pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. And if we're living our lives right and out there playing right and moving people and, and, and being uh, fishers of men like we're taught to do, I think the reward is just going to be just outstanding. Wes Yeary, sports chaplain at Baylor University. We literally get to be the church. We get to be God's presence right in the middle of athletics. Plus, University of North Carolina legends Albert Long and Danny Lotz. That is the important thing today, to get somebody that will help you grow and help you accountable. And Danny has certainly been that to me. It's just an encouragement for Albert and I just to, to labor together. Now standing by with his first interview is the host of Sharing the Victory, University of Nebraska assistant football coach, Ron Brown. We're excited today to have with us a great Major League pitcher, Adam Wainwright of the St. Louis Cardinals, number 50. A number of you baseball fans, of course, know who he is. But Adam, it's an honor to have you on Sharing the Victory today. Well, it's an honor to be here and and stand up for what you believe in. Hmm. Well, what do you believe in? I mean, uh, that's exactly right. It's a great statement. What is it that you have thrown your heart and soul into, Adam, and that you would say is the rock of your life? I tell you, I was always a guy that walked on the fence and and said I believed and would go to church and say the right things, and then I'd go to church, and, and instead of listening to the message, I would actually count as high as I could during church, just trying to get it over with because I really didn't want to be there and didn't know what I stood for and what I believed in and and uh, a couple of teammates of mine coming up in the minor leagues really changed my life and my agent actually most people aren't fortunate to have an agent like I have it's more of a father figure and a leader than an agent and they just led me down the right path and they sat me down and they took me to a thing called PAO which is professional athletes outreach and, and by going there 2002 it changed my life forever from then on, I was able to stand up um, if I'm sitting down in a fire with a bunch of people and, and talk about my faith and Jesus for the first time and, and know that I was right and know that, that what I was believing and saying was the right thing and there's proof to back it up. And I'm in the process now of learning as much as I can so that when I do get presented with a person to talk with it about, I can actually back up what I'm saying so that I'm not just pouring out empty knowledge or just empty ideas or or opinions that they're just things that I actually believe in. Hmm. Well, Adam, you know, the scripture tells us in First John chapter 5 that we can know that we have eternal life. <laughs> you know what? There's nothing like being assured of your salvation, being assured that Jesus is reality, being assured of the truth. How do you create opportunities, pockets of time in your life to study the truth of the Bible. Do you spend time doing that, and, and, and do you have a plan for that? I do spend time doing it. I should spend more time doing it. There's so much free time that we actually have that, you know, we all think we're so busy, but when you get down to it, you all, everybody has a ton of free time on their hands. Mm-hmm. Um, what I like to do is get into it um, before I go to bed, and, you know, I've been taught that if you go to bed and fall asleep in God's Word, then what a blessing that is, so... It's tough for me. I have to really challenge myself and really sit down with with a plan, actually, mm-hmm. that I can follow and that I can be routine with. Because if not, I find myself lacking and and, and slacking and, and looking for other things to do in my free time. Oh, maybe tonight I'll go play cards with the boys, or mm-hmm. tonight I'll go here and go there. Well, 
I heard something good in spring training. Let me see if I can say this right. You know, God died for us and spends every waking second thinking about us, and we normally spend a minute thinking about him every day and think that's fine. And for one hour in church on Sundays, and, you know, we just can't give enough back to him for what he's done for us. Hmm. We're talking to Adam Wainwright, the, uh, the outstanding pitcher with the St. Louis Cardinals, and he's sharing with us uh, how he lives out his faith and uh, just talked about the Word of God. And how do you make time for your family, too, Adam? You're kind of a new dad. You and your wife, Jenny, had a daughter that was born in, on, in September of 2006, Bailey Grace. And uh, what has that done to your life, and how has your faith impacted this new family member here? i tell you what, man, it, that is just something that, that just makes you believe in God more and more every day that I wake up and see her. And just the miracle of birth, just being able to watch that and just the amazing, amazing person that came out of my wife and, and came from the two of us. It's just what a blessing. I mean, we wake up every day and, or say I, I go out and I pitch bad and I'm walking out and I don't know what really what think and I'm kind of struggling and I walk into that family room and I see that my daughter and, and she just makes me forget about it, everything I've done at the field that day she just melts me every time and what a gift kids can be it's just amazing family is really 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 important to me I grew up in a single parent home my dad left when I was very young and my mom actually worked two jobs just to try to put my brother and I through high school and just be able to feed us two growing boys and We've seen that, what what that can do, what the strain that can cause on a person's life. And, and I tell you, it's making my brother and I both, we're both new parents. It's making us both just that much better parents for it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Adam, I, I know that the, the, the tough things of life can, can really wreck us to a point. If our response is right, we turn to the Lord Jesus and, and he turns those scars into stars. And, you know, I, I really believe that the birth of a child is really a modern day parable of what God would want to have us see in the new life in Christ. I mean, just as, as that little girl of yours brings delight to you, a newborn babe in Christ should bring great joy to the Christian. Do you get an opportunity to share your faith with some of your teammates? Have you seen guys on your team come to Christ since you've been there? And what has that done for you and your faith? Well, I have one of my one of my closest friends in the world is, is on our team, Skip Schumacher, and he's uh He's actually making that leap sort of slowly right now. He he didn't know what to believe, and he actually had a son. They went through some tough times trying to to, to have a baby, and then they had a son. And and it's really cool to see how he's starting to come around and, and feel the warmth that God's given him and just how much he's given him. That's the thing is that everybody on this earth is so fortunate with what he's given us, the opportunities he's given us, the, especially us placed in roles where we can pour out our faith and be sort of microphones for the faith to everyone who sees us. And if we're living our lives right and out there playing right and, hmm. and moving people and, and, and being uh, fishers of men like we're taught to do, I think the reward is just going to be just outstanding. Well, you know, Adam, as, as I close here, I, I think these seeds that God calls us to plant with teammates, we never know where it's going to take us. It may be on the guy's deathbed. It may be before, but certainly we're not wasting our time when we're investing in the only thing that has reality and, and life to it, and that's in Jesus Christ. So I want to thank you for what you're doing, Adam, uh, not only on the pitching mound as you glorify Christ, but even in that locker room as God uses you to touch lives of guys that, you, uh, that you're doing life with. And so uh, thanks for being on the show today, Adam, and thanks for your faithfulness in Christ. Thank you for having me. That was Adam Wainwright, the uh, outstanding pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals, talking about not only baseball, but most importantly, his faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
You may be aware that Indianapolis Colts head coach Tony Dungy is a best-selling author now. His book, Quiet Strength, has sold more than one million copies. And I've got some exciting news. There's a new revised softcover edition of Quiet Strength, and it's being made available. It's a custom FCA edition, including an extra chapter from Tony on his life since last year's Super Bowl. For a donation of $15 or more to Sharing the Victory Radio, we'll send you this new edition of Quiet Strength. Just call 1-866-STV-5031. That's 866-788-5031. Still ahead, my conversation with Wes Yeary, the new sports chaplain at Baylor University. We get to help these young men find their self-worth, meaning, and purpose in life outside of the game of football. This is Sharing the Victory, the national radio show from the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, who points you to the heart and soul in sports, Jesus. Accepted. The ball game and the season are over. over yeah, over. that's me. I can't seem to get away from it. I feel like I let down the entire state. Yeah, it hurts. But don't worry about me. I'll be fine. There's someone who's there for me and cares for me no matter what. Unconditional love. You know what I'm talking about? Go to morethanwinning.org. For working out or going to the game... For every occasion, FCA has clothing that feels comfortable and also allows you to honor God when you wear it. Whether you're male or female, an athlete, coach, parent, or fan, you want to show you support the heart and soul in sports. And of course, Bible devotionals, worship CDs, and posters are also always available. To order online, go to fca.org and click on FCA gear. Again, go to fca.org and click on FCA gear. Hi, Ron Brown here, your host for Sharing the Victory. I'm glad you're back with me. It's time for FCA Across America, and we're featuring Wes Yeary. We're continuing our conversation that we started last week. Recently, Wes was named as Baylor's first sports chaplain. Before going to Baylor, Wes was the national leader in the training and development of FCA's college team chaplains. I asked Wes what it means to be a chaplain. The word chaplain literally comes from the word chapelle which is a french word that means the church Hmm. and when we talk with these chaplains uh, we share the picture that we literally get to be the church we get to be god's presence right in the middle of athletics and what Hmm. a privilege and honor and yet a high responsibility that is that we represent him in the right way and share him with others there could be a danger of a chaplain. Sometimes there's a tendency, and I see this with, with parents in regards to youth pastors, and this could very happen, be a, happen to be a danger for the coach as well, who says, you know what, I know I'm a Christian, but I don't think I want to do the spiritual thing. I'm going to delegate that off to Wes Yeary and the chaplains that are with us, and I don't think I'll deal with it. From your vantage point, that's not exactly what you're after, are you? I mean, you want the coaches involved in biblical training too, don't you? Well, that's part of the beauty of what we get to do is come alongside them uh, with that staff and help them to grow spiritually and paint that picture of the incredible influence that they have on those young men every day. As a Christian coach, I know what it's like, and there may be a number of guys who are listening to the broadcast right now, Christian coaches, who are maybe the only believer on their staff, and they feel like they're out on an island. Or they may be two or three on a staff, and yet they feel like, well, we're not supposed to be doing the faith thing here. You know, we're, we're supposed to just be coaching football. What would you say to those guys right now? 
Well, I, I think of James talking about faith when he said, you say you have faith. Well, I'll believe it when I see it. Huh. And the incredible hunger we have, I think, in our whole world to see what authentic faith is really all about and men and women who live that out on a day-to-day basis. And I think our youth are starving to see a man of God, a woman of God, that uh, no matter what happens in their life, the circumstances or the wins and loss, that uh, their faith is real through that. And uh, one of the most vivid pictures I have is from Ephesians 6 when Paul is talking about putting on the armor and he gets to the shield of faith. Hmm. And the, the literal picture he gives are those big shields that soldiers would use to lock together uh, to fight the enemy that they could pursue forward as well as uh, lock in and guard from the arrows that are being fired at them. Hmm. And for me, the challenge is to call these men and women of faith to say it's time for us to stand and walk by faith and not by sight, not do it the world's way, but to do it God's way and begin to lock arms in such a way that we can impact our culture, we can impact the lives of the young men and women under our influence, and literally across this world we can make a difference as we pursue and take a a step towards what God has called us to do and not just do it the way everyone else is doing it. Mm. Wes, the Bible talks about God being a possessor. I mean, God loves to possess land. And, you know, as I read through the book of Deuteronomy, I've counted about 140 times where God continually reminds the Israelites, go in and take the land, repossess the land. And so if you took a school, uh, a college, and you had three or four Christian coaches or, or maybe several in the athletic department, I mean, what would it be like if you, that picture that you gave, the shields of faith, if they just locked arms with one another and said, you know what, we're going to be moving forward and we're going to repossess this campus for the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you believe that that's a biblical approach that we should be using today in modern day college athletics? No doubt. It doesn't get any more exciting than that when mm-hmm. you begin to see them uh, say, you know what, everyone else is doing it this way, but this is what God says and we're going to trust him uh, no matter what the result by walking in obedience today. That was Wes Seary, the new sports chaplain at Baylor University. You don't want to miss what's coming up next. Two oldies, but goldies. (laughs) From the University of North Carolina, Albert Long and Danny Lotz. Heroes from yesteryear, but heroes today as well in Christ. They're straight ahead when Sharing the Victory continues. Introducing a new revised softcover edition of Tony Dungy's autobiography, Quiet Strength. This custom FCA edition includes an extra chapter in Coach Dungy's life after his Super Bowl victory, study questions following each chapter, and a chapter on Coach Dungy's involvement in FCA. For a donation of $15 to Sharing the Victory Radio, we'll send you the new FCA softcover edition of Quiet Strength. Call Monday through Friday toll-free 1-866-STD-5031. That's 866-788-5031. There is a common place for student-athletes and coaches to go to strengthen their faith in Christ. At my FCA huddle. There's a place to be encouraged to face the trials and temptations of life. At my FCA huddle. There is a place to receive confidence to share the light of Christ. At my FCA huddle. FCA huddles meet on junior high, high school, and college campuses all across America. To find one near you or to learn how to start one up, call toll-free 866-STV-5031 or go to fca.org. Hi, this is Donnie D., Regional Director for FCA in Southern California. 
Everything you need to know about FCA is just a click away at FCA.org. That's FCA.org. Now back to sharing the victory with Ron Brown. Our guest today, two FCA Hall of Champions. You know, we don't normally do two at once, but these two guys, man, they are inseparable in a lot of ways. Albert Long, Danny Lotz, two great former Tar Heels at the University of North Carolina. Guys, welcome to the show. Our pleasure, Ron. Glad to be here. You know, it's so exciting to have you guys on because you guys clearly were heroes of yesteryear, but the Lord is still using you guys in a powerful way. But let's give the audience a a little background first. Uh, Albert, you played for Frank McGuire, great longtime coach in the ACC in 1953 at UNC, and you are one of the most unique athletes in the history of college athletics. You lettered in four sports, football, track, baseball, basketball. Wow, what was that like? I mean, you were the renaissance man of your day, without a doubt. Well, I'd like to tell you it was really something, Ron, but I'd go out right now and try to tell people that, and I'd ask them for a donut and a cup of coffee, and nobody would give it to me, so it doesn't <laughs> do any good today. Huh. But uh, it's great. The Lord blessed me uh, just one year only with track so that I could be the only four-sport letterman in ACC history because he knew back then what he was going to do with my life, and that's the way I'm still introduced right now today at my age if I go speak anywhere today. Hmm. You threw a touchdown pass against Notre Dame, didn't you? <laughs> With four bones broken in my back. I tell everybody that one, Ron. They don't make them like you guys anymore, you know what I mean? <laughs> they, they, put, they, they, they put guys like that on the bench today, you know? <laughs> With a little owie. But, Danny, you came along right after Albert had graduated and uh, went on to star at the University of North Carolina basketball team. You were part of the 1957 national championship team. And, Danny, what was it like to be a part of uh, an NCAA title team? Well, it's exciting. You get on a roll and you win 32 games, and the last game happens to be against Will Chamberlain. And uh, so <laughs> it was quite a, quite a moment. And uh, it was out right out there in Kansas City, which is really interesting, where FCA got its start, but uh, that was 50 years ago, so a lot of folks never heard about it. Well, you know you know what I'm really excited about, guys? I don't care who's heard about it or who hasn't. You know, the Lord knows about it. He brought you guys to a very special place in the sports world, and really, you guys have a friendship that's gone on for a lot of years. Did you know each other while you were at North Carolina? Were you at North Carolina together at any period of time? Well, I came back from the Air Force, and that's when I met Danny, and he had started FCA at the campus there at the University of North Carolina. And then in 1963, Danny and his brother John, who was one of my dearest, dearest friends, we all went to Henderson Harbor, New York together. And uh, Ted Youngling, who was a football coach at Duke, uh, died a couple of years ago, invited me three straight years before I ever went that fourth year, Ron. And I tell everybody, never forget that perseverance is what got the turtles to the ark. Because <laughs> Ted never gave up on me. And I went up there kind of reluctantly with Danny and John, and that's when uh, my whole life was changed. I accepted Christ. That began everything for me. And James Jeffrey, who later would become the executive director of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, is the man who led me to the Lord back in 1963 wow. at Henderson Harbor, New York, and I hadn't stopped since. Wow. Danny, how about you? Uh, you know, out of, uh, out of the state of New York, Long Island, is that right? Yeah. And, uh, well, how did so you come I to Christ? After my, the, the championship year, which was my sophomore year, the next year, I started off the game, hit two jump shots against Clemson, got pushed in the stands, broke my leg, 
And then, then that's the first time I asked the Lord why did this happen, but that's when I started the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Uh, hmm. A good friend of yours and mine, Bill Kreischer, right. called, and uh, we started FCA, and because of FCA, I met my wife, my two daughters married FCA huddle leaders, so God has been good. And of course, Danny, uh, maybe people don't know, but your wife is Ann Graham Lotz, who is the daughter of Billy Graham. And Danny, uh, you know, as you look at you and Albert, you came to Christ through the influence of sports ministry, but you guys, 50 years later, are still going strong. Why don't you talk to us about that Bible study that you guys do on a regular basis there in, in North Carolina? Well, I'll start it off and let Danny end it up there. We were at Black Mountain two years ago, and they did a little survey with all the coaches that were there anonymously, don't sign it, and tell us what in your life that you're doing that you wish you weren't doing. And Danny got back that night and started looking at them in the room. We were rooming together, Ron, and all of a sudden he would read this, and it's amazing, Ron, how much pornography came up with Mm. these coaches. Mm. And I'm trying to go to sleep, and he keeps waking me up and waking me up, and he says, Albert, we got to do something on the campus of the University of North Carolina. I said, Danny, please go to sleep. Let me sleep, man. I'm so tired. And he woke me up about 2 o'clock in the morning, Ron, and he said, the Lord has spoken to me, and we've got to go back and get something started on the campus of the University of North Carolina. Wow. So I thought he was crazy, and I'll stop there and let him continue with the story. Yeah, it it sounds crazy, but you know how the Lord works. It really bothered me, that survey, and I think of here's over 100 coaches, and Mm. they want to know where you get the answers, so... I literally jumped on Albert two in the morning. I said, Albert, get on your knees and just uh, pray. And uh, I said, we got to do something. Well, we came back. Albert got five guys. I think one of the guys was head of business school. One was head of the Rams club. And uh, one was the head of baseball. You know, and they were so excited. They said, we can't do it, but you guys, because you're not connected. Hmm. One quick story. We finished that meeting. We were walking down Main Street, Chapel Hill, and somebody said, what are you two old guys doing? And we told them, the guy said, I will bring you pizza and Cokes. (laughs) We walked another 50 feet, and a guy said, what are you two old guys doing? We told him, and the guy said, I will bring you Chick-fil-A and Cokes. I said, Albert, do you think the Lord wants us to do this? That's amazing. And, Ron, let me add this because it's so neat. We started that year to be two years in August of this year. We started with eight people, and now we're averaging somewhere between 46 and 52. And they're all adults. They're professors and people who've retired and everything. And the thing that thrills Danny and me, and it's really a tragedy, Ron, is how many people in the past have said to us, why haven't we heard things like this before? Isn't that a tragedy? These guys are not only wise, but they're lots of fun. And there's more good stuff where that came from. Next week, we'll air part two of my conversation with Albert Long and Danny Lotz. Coming up next, we'll hear from former NFL coach and current FCA president, Les Steckel. He'll talk to us about his family, Team Steckel, when Sharing the Victory continues. Hey, this is Jimmy Page, National Director of FCA Health and Fitness. I'm excited about our new daily podcast called Fit Life Today. FitLife Today is 90 seconds of information and inspiration you need to live a fit life. It's a practical blend of spiritual principles, physical training, and common sense advice to help you live the full life that Jesus came to give. Subscribe today to receive the free daily podcast at fcahealthandfitness.org. That's fcahealthandfitness.org. Live a fit life. Come on, you can do this. 
Every weekend on Sharing the Victory, University of Nebraska assistant football coach Ron Brown interviews the top Christian names in sports. Hi, I'm Tony Dunsey of the Indianapolis Colts. Hi, I'm Bob Lilly, former defensive tackle for the Dallas Cowboys. Hi, this is Jake Peavy of the San Diego Padres. This is Tommy Bowden, head coach of the Clemson Tigers. Hi, I'm Aaron Campman of the Green Bay Packers, and you're listening to Sharing the Victory. Join us right here for Sharing the Victory. Hey, what's happening? Welcome back to Sharing the Victory. I'm Ron Brown. It's time for Coach's Corner with FCA President Les Steffel. Many people consider their families as a real team, much like a sports team. Some families are large enough to make up a full team. Perhaps you've known of some family with seven children. With mom and dad, they could field an entire baseball squad. My friend Pat Williams, the executive vice president of the Orlando Magic, and his wife have 23 children, most of whom are adopted. I wonder how many teams the Williams could field. Actually, I think of my family sometimes as a team, too. In fact, it's a bit of a running joke in our family that I sometimes speak of us as a basketball team. I even had positions in mind for each of us, and if you knew us well, I think you'd agree that I have the right people at the right spot on the court. In our family, everyone agrees with me that my wife, Chris, is the center of our team. She's the playmaker around whom all the action revolves, and she is definitely the MVP of our team. I'm the point guard bringing the ball up the court and calling the plays for our team. Our older son, Christian, is the shooting guard. Whether it's basketball or golf, he always delivers a great shot. Our daughter, Leslie, was the power forward because she was always assertive in the lanes of life, mixing it up with everybody. Our younger son, Luke, being the youngest, was the other forward in the past because of his age. But now, after playing linebacker at Princeton University and being the biggest and strongest on our team, hey, Luke can now play any position he wants. As we're seeing in the NBA playoffs now, a good basketball team has an amazing chemistry. A guard like Chris Paul can make a no-look pass because he knows the movements of his teammates almost by instinct. Everyone on the floor works together in sync, using his or her different skills, making sacrifices, and doing what it takes to win. A family is certainly intended to function in the same way. As we support one another, the whole becomes greater than the sum of its parts. At one time in my life as a coach, I thought about the legacy I might be able to leave behind someday on the field. Thankfully, I soon became even more aware of my opportunity to leave a real legacy of far greater importance with my family. And this realization all started with viewing my family as a team, knowing the importance of teamwork and convinced that our chemistry or family harmony was a must in order to achieve what God intended for us, all five of us as a family. May it be heard in your home, as Joshua told the people of Israel, As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That desire is truly one that God will honor. God bless you as you serve your best teammates ever, your own family. Thanks for spending time with us today. You know, as we do these weekly shows, we grow in our faith as well. We hope that you're growing in your faith, and I think it's a win-win situation for the Lord Jesus Christ as we do this ministry. Have a great week from all of us here at Sharing the Victory. We're so glad you joined us today. And don't forget that our website is available for you anytime at sharingthevictory.com radio. You can listen to past programs and subscribe to the free weekly podcast. You'll also find a place to leave a question or comment. 
Once again, the web address is sharingthevictory.com slash radio. Thanks for listening, and we'll save you a front row seat next week at the same time for Sharing the Victory. Sharing the Victory is a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes. FCA is the heart and soul in sports.